yes, I get the theory of forgiveness, but it seemed kind of fluffy, even though there are some good quotes out there about how, you know, when we don't forgive, it's us we're hurting more than the other person. They may have moved on, they're, they're in a completely different space, but our brain and our heart is still obsessing. Welcome to the Adversity to Advantage podcast. I'm Petra Belzebor, and this is the place to discuss tips, tricks, and hacks to build your resilience through your worst rock bottoms and get you to a place of success. I'll be interviewing people from all walks of life, professionals, individuals who've been through their own adversity, and allow them to share their authentic and real life stories, opinions, and ideas about how to utilize our worst rock bottoms and allow them to catapult us into success. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, I've got 15 minutes before a meeting and I want to try and do like a bite-sized thing about letting go and forgiveness. I am not very good at bite-sized. I always think I'm going to do like a 15 minute thing and it ends up being 45 minutes because I start, I just warm up after 15 minutes and get very excited and start swearing as you know and uh, start giving you amazing you know, tips and hacks that feel really good at the time. Anyway, I'm going to try and do 15 minutes and the, the topic is letting go and forgiveness and the word forgiveness gives me the heebie-jeebies because it, because it sounds Christian and it sounds like this um, kind of saintly act of being a good person, which means that we are responsible for forgiving the perpetrator for something in order to continue living spiritual lives or something. And I've resisted that for so long because I'm like, but what about the perpetrator? What about the, the, you know, the people at fault? And yes, I get the theory of forgiveness, but it seemed kind of fluffy, even though there are some good quotes out there about how, you know, when we don't forgive, it's us we're hurting more than the other person. They may have moved on. They're, they're in a completely different space. But our brain and our heart is still obsessing over the thing. And it, 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 it's sort of like a, a weed within our own heart that affects us more than the other person. And I totally get that. I completely get that. Um, and I want to just do it from, from my perspective of, of learning recently. And it's as if there's been, as much as I, I feel like I've been quite authentic and open and talking and letting go of my past in certain ways, it's as if there's this one part of my heart that has some walls around it, or that I would describe it more as an iron fist, like holding this little corner. And the reason I know is because there would be certain songs, certain uh, little details, little people that I would think of, little memories, if, if I hang out with people that grew up in the same way as me, that like really within an instant, within a fight or flight instant, I would well up with emotion, anger, rage, some sort of overwhelming feeling within my body. So even though logically, I have worked out, understood, and moved on from certain things. It's that whole your body never forgets thing, or your body doesn't forget unless you release it in, in different physical ways. So there's been this thing, and I'm just like, all right, what do I need to do? How do I let go? And I've been, I guess, more ready to even consider different ways of releasing that aren't to do with intellectualizing or understanding the situation. Because to be honest, some of it doesn't bloody make sense. Some of it doesn't. And I can go round and round and round and try and understand people's uh, perspectives and all the rest of it. But it's not going to release the trauma and the pain from my body. So as some of you know, I've been doing some shaman journeying, some Reiki, all sorts of holistic experimentation really to see how can I 
release some of that, the physical symptoms. It just felt right. I'm just, I've, I've just been going, following my gut and meeting some amazing, interesting people along the way. And it's weird. So, and there's a bigger purpose. So this is the, this is the short version. I did a cord cutting ceremony um, connected to particular people in my life. And I've done some Reiki and the result, I mean, I just can't, I, I'm not even, I don't have time to quantify how this is happening but I feel like my talks are better. I've been connecting from a deeper place within me when I do my keynote talks and, and talk about my story. It's as if I'm not just doing the headline version, I'm getting to some, like, the core heart stuff. And the reason I know it's been more impactful is because of the quality of the people coming to me after the talk, saying that it's touched them or it's resonated with them. And uh, a week or two ago, I was at Corporate Tesco's doing, doing a talk uh, for TLC Lions, and there was a, a Q&A at the end, and somebody asked about my relationships with my family at the moment. And I ended up expressing, through some emotion, a conversation that I'd had with my mother recently, practicing total empathy for her and listening with full openness to her version of events, to her story. And it was a profound healing experience, not just for me, I think for her as well. And basically I, I, I expressed how that had happened in all its messy glory and what I felt it meant. And afterwards, the amount of people that were coming up to me talking about their relationships with parents, with which like a parent dying or some kind of trauma happening and the impact on the relationship with the surviving parent. Or, I mean, the, the, the stories were vast and endless and people were saying, how do I repair a relationship with my parent? How do I repair given what's been in the past? And because I've recently been through this myself, I felt like I was able to give some, some, some guidance and stuff just based on what I'd learned. So, so here are the things that I've learned. First of all, don't just rush in and be like, now I need to have a word with my parents and, and, you know, Petra did it and therefore that's what I should do. I would say that the first step is work on yourself. The first step is always self-awareness. The first step is to connect inward and do the therapy. Know, understand your own relationship to your trauma. Do the work on your own personal responsibility. Uh, divide out what's you, what's other people and and, and focus on yourself. We cannot change other people and we're not going to go into that conversation from a healthy place if we haven't worked on ourselves first. For example, if, if the trauma or the breakdown in the relationship happened when you were a teenager or a young adult, if you rush straight, straight in to have some kind of quote-unquote healing conversation, what you're going to end up doing is your, your 15, 16-year-old self is going to be the one talk in that conversation. You're going to be back to whatever age, whatever maturity you were when at the point of the trauma. You're not going to be having a mature, open, empathetic conversation that is open to their perspective as well as communicating effectively yours with language that's going to be useful within that conversation. So catch up, first play catch up and become your adult self. Like you've got to integrate your, your child teenage self with your adult self who can now view your past in a different, healthier way. So, so that would be step one. Step two is think about the, what you want to gain from the conversation. I mean, my way in was very much, I'm, I'm starting to write a book and 
I said, I, and I thought, well, let me check in with my mum around the, the timelines of certain events, which she was very willing to do. And off the back of that, I, I had some questions that I was really curious about from her generation and her experience. And so it evolved into this two-hour recorded conversation uh, based on that premise. But also know that it, this isn't about the end result in a way. It's about the journey because while... It felt quite healing for me because the timing was right. It may, there, there, there will be other circumstances that are much more complex because I, I'm very aware that my mum was in, in a position now to listen as well instead of being defensive. And, and so there was something around the timing on both sides in order to have this open, connected conversation. And every situation is different. And you're a, a parent or caregiver or, the, or perpetrator or the person that you need to talk to may not have done the work themselves to allow them to be in this place. However, if you've done the work on yourself and your intention is simply to be open to learning, then there, it cannot fail because you will learn something. You will learn something about yourself you will practice empathy for their situation, and it may be that they are still very much in the wrong, or it may be, sometimes we go very black and white, we go very right or wrong in these situations, when actually there's this whole host of gray and colored area in, in between. And so if I was going into this conversation going, well, I'm right and I need to hear and, and back up the evidence of why my mother or her generation are wrong, that would be the opposite of being open to learning about the complexities of human nature and where she might have been coming from. And so knowing that it wasn't about the, the black and white thinking allowed me to be open to her experience. And her experience is complex and it's human. And there are places in there where I could definitely see that she was a victim and where I could see that the circumstances of being uh, within a cult affected her choices and that then had a knock-on effect to us but it wasn't there wasn't it wasn't malicious and and I was able to really hear all aspects of why she made certain decisions which then did affect some of our lives so be open to what that impact could be but do the tough work on yourself first and then the relationship may never be what you imagine other people have or what this, you know, we, we, it's, it's not about fairy tale endings, but it is about growth. So put yourself out there in order to, to grow. And if you need to do some work around releasing something physically or within your energy, I don't think I could have handled this conversation had I not done some physical releasing work through, through Reiki and shaman journeying because there was something that was just tense. There was something tense and holding on to a part of the past that I was unwilling to let go of because that might mean I would have to challenge myself to have a different perspective on my past. And we like to hold on to stuff, especially if it's given us pain for a while. It really takes a lot of maturity to let go of our explanation about how things were and be open to a different perspective. It really takes maturity and um, an openness to letting go. And it doesn't mean that the hurt goes away, that the impact goes away, that, that wrongs weren't done, or that it's, it's a, a struggle to, to build ourselves up again. 
But what I do know, and I keep saying this, people, adversity to advantage, is that it is these challenges and us putting ourselves in these situations that allows us to grow and be our best selves. And what I realize is that every time I do this, every time I let go, and then I am open about it, open on stage, open in the book I'm writing, open on the podcast or in these sorts of conversations, every time the ripple effect, the impact is greater. There is a purpose to me growing in these ways because other people are going to, through the same things and it allows us to connect, it allows them to, you know, have somebody try, you know, in, um, with lots of mistakes, to model a healthy way to move forward in relationships, in growth, creating successful lives, no matter what is in our past. Oh, it helped that I have a meeting to go to because uh, I actually do have to stop. But hopefully you got some nuggets of wisdom and you will look at working on yourself and letting go in whatever way you need to. If you want to use the, forg the word forgiveness, great. That word still gives me the heebie-jeebies, but it's about healing ourselves so that we can be our best selves and create our impact in the world. Have a fabulous day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Adversity to Advantage podcast. Please do subscribe and review on iTunes. Every comment makes a difference. We really appreciate hearing from you. And please do get in touch through PetraBelzebor.com if you're interested in any training, coaching, therapy, or just to join the community and get more information on ways that you can build your own resilience. Until next time.